Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Hope you're well. Uh, unfortunately, I've got some bad news for gold investors, but I've got a little bit of good news as well. The bad news, we'll start with that, is CNBC just came out with an article on how gold could go to $4,000 an ounce in 2023. And you guys know what that means. Whenever you see it on the front page of the mainstream media that something's going up or king dollar, you know that it's just inevitable that the price goes down, not up. But the good news, the good news, let's get over to this article. And the title is Gold at 4,000. Analysts share their 2023 outlook as inflation recession fears linger. Good news is I scanned this article. And although it's CNBC coming out with this headline, fortunately, you can take a sigh of relief right now, gold bugs. It wasn't Jim Cramer that said this. <laughs> because, because if it was Jim Cramer, you would know that from, from the second this article came out, the gold price would do nothing but go straight down. <laughs> I can almost assure you of that. But let's get into this article. Key talking points. Gold prices could surge to 4000 an ounce, although the probability of that now is a lot lower since CNBC is talking about it. <laughs> oh, this Kerner gentleman explained that many economies could face a little bit of a recession in the first quarter, which could lead to many central banks slowing their pace of interest rate. Okay, so he makes a good point here. And I've actually talked about this when trying to kind of think through what, what may happen with the gold price. Again, it's just, we're not talking about certainties or predictions, just kind of probabilities and 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 like thought experiments. So if we do have a soft landing, I agree. I think there would be a significant tailwind behind the price of gold. Not that that's why I think you should own it. I think you should own it for completely separate reasons. Insurance, you guys know my position on that. But if we're just getting hyper-focused and going through this fun conversation as, you know, what might the price do, I would focus or I would um, start to analyze what I thought what my base case was for a soft landing or a hard landing, soft landing. I get it. The fed gradually brings down interest rates. They start to pivot. And then you have an interest rate differential possibly with the BOJ, with the ECB, with all these other central banks, as they may be tightening, the fed might be lowering and this would give a huge headwind to the dollar. Not that it's definitive that the dollar would go down, but the, there's a strong chance the the uh, dollar goes down, excuse me. And like I said, this would give a significant tailwind to the price of gold. And especially these gold miners that uh, have just gotten pummeled, uh, which, which makes me happy because that means the price is going down to a level where, they're, where they might get pretty darn cheap. And so I always like to buy things when they're cheap. That, that makes me excited. But if we get a hard landing, this is the problem. This is the problem. Because depending on how that looks, and it can take many different shapes and forms, but if it is a financial crisis, we have credit markets freeze, or we see something like we did during Lehman Brothers or March of 2020, 
that is not going to be good for the price of gold because gold is actually doing its job from the standpoint as it's uh it's it's liquid and so since it is liquid that means that's the thing that everyone's going to sell uh to shore up their balance sheet and therefore you usually see a significant price drop now that is usually the buying opportunity so that's another bit of good news here is if you're especially if you're looking at those miners again i i separate them because gold for me is just insurance but if we're just talking about capital appreciation or uh, you know increasing your purchasing power then looking at those gold miners if you see us have a hard landing black swan event uh financial crisis and gold just go from let's say 1800 bam right back down to 1500 really quick then just think what would happen to the gold miners they would be decimated and they're already cheap they're already getting very very cheap uh considering to what their price was back uh during the survey sick now i know their expenses have gotten higher and you know all these things but i think with analyzing them through many metrics they would be considered uh cheap right so if we have gold go down to like 1500 as a result of a hard landing then i would assume and i'm no expert but i would assume that those uh, gold miners would come down significantly, even further than they've already come down. And that's when I am going to consider backing up the Brinks truck. <laughs> and and again, I, I, I'm not saying that I will, I'm saying I would, I would consider it heavily uh, at that time. And obviously, if I do something like that, I'll, I'll keep you guys posted. And if you want to know the exact timing of it and whatnot, uh, just check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. I've got a model portfolio in there. It's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with macroeconomics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Let's keep going through this article and see if the guy's got some more insights here other than we just get a soft landing, Fed reduces rates, and we have an interest differential putting weakness on the dollar strength uh, on gold. So the price of the precious metal could reach between 2,500 and 4,000. Okay. Given a target there, there's a good chance the gold market sees a move. It's okay. A big move, really all time highs. Okay. So here is where he's kind of expanding on what I just talked about. Many economies could face a little bit of a recession translation, soft landing in the first quarter, which would lead many central banks slowing their pace of interest rate hikes and make gold instantly more attractive? Um, maybe, maybe, okay. Uh, he said gold is also the only asset which every central bank owns. Okay, I mean, I don't know if that's too much of a tailwind, but okay, I get it. 
According to the World Gold Council, central banks bought 400 tons of gold in the third quarter, almost doubling the previous. Okay, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll grant him that that's a tailwind. I don't know that that would have a massive impact on the price if we go into a hard landing because you'd have so much retail selling or so, much, so many people in the private sector selling. But uh, okay, fair point, I'll give him that. Since 2000, the average return on gold in any currency is somewhere between 8 and 10% per year. You haven't achieved that in the bond market. You have not achieved that in the equity market. Okay. okay. Um, again, I, I think we're, we're cherry picking there a little bit, but I, I, I totally agree with him that if you look over 5,000 years, gold has definitely maintained its, its, its purchasing power. Uh, that's for sure. So one thing I wanted to point out here, and I don't know, I think he kind of made this or he discussed this inadvertently, is we look at the price of gold relative to the dollar as Americans, your expenses are denominated in dollars. And you say, well, man, gold really hasn't kept pace with the rate of inflation. Therefore, maybe it's not a store of value anymore. But you're just looking at in terms of dollar. Look at it in any other currency. In any other currency, like the, the gold price in yen, the gold price in, I don't know what the Aussie dollar is doing, but the gold price in Colombian pesos, for heaven's sakes, I would argue that you're you, you most likely, and I don't have the charts right in front of me, but most likely you have maintained your purchasing power in pretty much every other currency other than the US dollar. So it doesn't mean that now all of a sudden gold's never going to maintain its purchasing price in dollars. It just means that um, if we take the world in aggregate total, it's still definitely a good inflation hedge. And I would argue, if history is any teacher, that doesn't mean that there's a 100% certainty of it happening in the future, but if 5,000 years of history teaches us anything, it would, it would lead us to believe that in the next 100 years, gold will most likely be able to buy the same amount of stuff as it does right now. Oh, wow, here we go. So despite strong demand for gold, this other gentleman, Paul Kari, Senior market strategist at Slate Stone Wealth disagreed that prices could more. Oh, dis, okay. I thought he was going to say that they could go even higher. So this guy argued that gold prices would see some pullback and resistance at 1900. Price would be determined by how inflation responds to interest rates, high, interest rate hikes globally. I like gold, always like gold. Gold should be a part of your portfolio, but I think it's going to do better, but I don't have a $4,000 price target. Okay. Yeah. So just someone else's opinion there. Gold rallied on Tuesday as the U.S. dollar weakened. So that's kind of the the inverse relationship that we're seeing right now is between gold and the dollar. But I, I don't know that that's something that is a, a, a strong correlation when you look at, at at decades. Advice for investors: This guy says, uh, the, the co-founder of India's largest brokerage said investors should allocate ten to twenty percent of their portfolio in gold. For me, I, I can't give any advice. I, for me, it's 10%. Gold also traditionally has been inversely proportioned to inflation. Um, yeah, not not perfectly. Over long spans of time. And um, you know, the dollar is a good example of that recently. But I think that will work itself out. But again, if we look at all currencies combined, then it's tough to argue that uh, gold is not a store of value. 
And then here he points out, if you look at how much gold you require to buy a, a normal home in the 70s, you probably require the same or lesser amount than you did in the 70s, 80s, 90s, he added. Again, this is store value. That's really why I consider physical gold insurance. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. We'll see you in the next video.